0: What's good, bitches? It's your boy, Brian, and um, look, let me just go ahead and give y'all the rundown. Now, this whole episode is about to be a diatribe. I'm sorry in advance. You know, I usually uh, try not to speak. I'm really reticent to speak on, like, controversial issues or issues uh, such as the one that I'm going to be covering today. Just because I know I can become a bit tumultuous or obstreperous, if you will, and then I'm labeled as the loud truck one, I ain't trying to hit that. But we are gonna go ahead and get right into it. Like, why do white people, yes, white people, seem to have this sort of insatiable, fervent desire to say nigga? H- have y'all noticed? It's like it's everywhere. Like, what, what a, mm, what about it is so um, intoxicating for y'all, enticing for y'all, to where they feel the need to? want to say it and if they've been told that they can't then they (laughs) protest and I don't mean like out in the streets protesting but I've seen lots of social media protests if you will or people speaking out um, against white people not being able to use the word nigga and it kills me so that's the topic today I got a lot to say so we're gonna get these bills paid real quick so we can go ahead and jump right in all right why do white people want to say nigga so badly? I mean, why? 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 I don't understand it. Nothing in me ever will. And, you know, it seems to be a ubiquitous issue that's gaining momentum as if <laughs> for some reason they expecting some capitulation in that regard. And it's like, who you think you're about to get that from? Not I, not old Brian, not Mr. Banks, not today, not like this. No, 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 no. And like, oh, I'm so upset y'all because, um, I had to get in somebody's shit on Facebook today, so I'm sort of overflowing with consternation because I take great umbrage at the fact that this is even still an issue. And then, like, majority of the time, their justification for wanting to use it is guised in this sort of philanthropic rhetoric in an attempt to seem, like, all-inclusive. Like, are you kidding me? Like, now everybody should be able to do everything? Like, now y'all want to be all-inclusive? Fuck out of here with all of that bullshit. Try that with somebody else. You know, like, The term nigga is derived from the African word negus, which means someone who is royalty. N-E-G-U-S is a person of royalty. So bear with me. For over 300 plus years, you enslaved our people and then you taunted them with their old titles while you did it. 300 plus years. You bitches used that word to tell us we were inferior to you. Taunting us. It's like if you had a slave today and you was like, come on, king, go ahead and get this together. What you doing, queen? Come on. You taunted us. That's what you did. That's what that was. We being the dope individuals that we are embraced the term. That was originally ours. okay, and then we converted the connotation back to a term of endearment. That's what we did. And now. Because the positive attributes of black culture are becoming more known and present in media representation, we supposed to just embrace everybody with open arms and allow cultural appropriation because that's what I see it as. Hell no. no. couple things. Y'all made that distinction. Y'all did that. Yeah, not us. Y'all did that. So guess what? Y'all have to live with the consequences of your actions. I think the best way to put this is that white people, you don't have that privilege. I know that's a foreign concept to y'all, but that's the truth. You don't have that privilege. It's black privilege. Yeah, I know you don't hear that ever. That's a black privilege. It's the only fucking thing we got. I mean, we can't eat ice cream in our houses. We can't drive our cars. We can't kneel and protest, even though protesting is one of the most patriotic things you can do. It's one of the only things that truly makes you an American But whatever. Okay, we can't do that. We can't walk down the streets. We can't wear hoodies. We can't do a goddamn thing. We can't even get into our own fucking complexes without y'all standing and demanding that we show y'all ID like y'all fucking police officers and shit. We can't do nothing, but we can say nigga. Any motherfucking time we want, wherever we are, however we feel. Yeah, it covers a wide range of emotions. My nigga, that nigga, these niggas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can use it for everything. Not y'all. And I know that's a foreign concept. But you know what? That is uh, but a glimpse into what it truly means to be black. I mean, because you think about it. White people have never had to censor their language. It's a foreign concept to them to to have to think about what they're saying, to think about how it's going to affect the other people in the room, to, like, saying nigga openly or publicly is one of the only things that white people can't do, or at the very least, they fear potential repercussions for it. I mean, it's just true. I can't think of anything else that a white person can do that they will receive as much backlash or um or repercussions, especially from the black community it it just doesn't happen um and so out of fairness, you know, I do want to juxtapose my position uh with my cousin Taylor's unfortunately, she was not able to be on the podcast with me uh for this week, but we did have this conversation, and we had a very good conversation uh, I love my cousin I love talking with her because um she's one of the few people that I can have a a debate with and we can disagree, vehemently disagree at that. Um, but we know that it's just because we both have different positions and it doesn't have to be uh, malicious or anything like that. So, um, in light of us having that conversation, I do want to um, elucidate her point in in an attempt to juxtapose my own. Um, and basically the point that she made was like why is it she basically I don't want to phrase this because I don't want it to seem like whatever, fuck it. She basically how I felt was um I guess she had more of a an understanding approach, I guess that's the best way to put it. And I almost felt like she was blaming black people because um, there was something in particular. She said, like, if if you're an artist and, you know, you're making a song and you nigga this, nigga that, nigga that, nigga trap, whatever you are saying. And um, and there's a white person and they happen to really like your music and they like your song and they out in the club, they having a good time and they sing in the words and they slip up and they say the word nigga. Like, how can you be mad at them? Or, um, and you know, I told her uh, that I personally, like if I have friends, cause I have lots of white friends and, and they listen to my podcast. And so they already know what's up. Like certain ones, especially those that I grew up with, I, I know that that's just a part of their vernacular and that's, it's always been a part of their vernacular. It's a, just a part of who they are. And so I, I told her that in, in those scenarios, if it's just that person and myself then, you know, I won't take offense because I know the, um, I guess I know your, what you mean behind those words. I know that the, the way that you're using it. Um, And so she was saying, well, why is it okay for them to do it in private and not in public? If they can't do it in public, they shouldn't be doing it in private. And I just, I vehemently disagree. I just don't agree with that at all, at all, at all, because, There are certain things, there's a time and place for everything, for one. And there are certain things that all people do in private that are not okay in public. Um, And so, I mean, I I just did not, I just didn't agree with that position. I really wasn't trying to hear it, (laughs) which is why I wanted her to be here herself so that she can elucidate her own points. But basically, the way I saw it was like, you are responsible for your language and your word choice, and you are also responsible for the consequences of that choice, Um, for example, I look at it like how females call each other bitches They can bitch this bitch that that's my bitch. Oh, I love this bitch. I hate this bitch 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 bitch. bitch. That's what they do But let a man call a female a bitch It's a whole different ball game. Like you might catch hands from that female You know what i'm saying? Like it's just not okay You just don't have that privilege men do not have the privilege of calling a female a bitch that being said I have certain friends i'm like oh okay this bitch you know what i mean and it's different because they know what i mean when i'm doing that but i would never go into a public place and you know just start calling oh you a stupid bitch you this that no it's not going down like that women just not gonna have it another example i gave her was uh, as a kid when you filter your speech in front of your parents kids be cussing like a motherfucker you know what i'm saying talking about sex, doing all of this foolishness. But when they're in front of their parents and grandparents, they don't. You know what I mean? They filter that speech. They are conscious of what they are saying. So these are things that they do in private. When they become adults, they're going to be cussing and doing things anyway. But they filter their speech in front of their parents. Even as an adult, there are certain things that, well, I would hope that most people just kind of won't say in front of their parents out of respect for who they are. You know what I mean? So, I mean, to say that oh, if it's okay in private, then it should be okay in public. I just simply don't agree. Especially when you know that it, nigga is such an emotionally charged word. Like, why do you feel that? Why do you want to say it that bad? Why? It, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, oh, it's not, it's just a song. It's just this, that. Yeah. It's just a song for us because we live that. We've experienced that. We go through that. You know, like I'll put it to you like this. If, a uh, You know, like how if you how black people in particular and some Hispanic people, if you you go somewhere and the everybody's majority white, you know, and when people are when you go into that sort of setting, you are instantly self-conscious because, you know, you're the only black person there. You know, they probably going to assume you ghetto, all this other stuff that's going through your mind. So. What? You're mindful of things you say. Every black person got an interview voice and their regular voice. Why? Why? Why do you have an interview voice, a professional voice, and then you have just the way that you talk? Because you know that the regular way you talk might be perceived in a negative light to people who are not your own. And that's just straight up. You know that if you come in with a little bit too much swag, you're going to automatically be assumed uh, as ghetto and unprofessional, and that's not. That's not cutting it. So every person have that interview voice, if you will, where they that white people voice, because you don't want to offend white people by just being who you are. Ain't that about a bitch? You know what I'm saying? So this the concept of white people not being able to say nigga is the only thing that I guess can truly show them what it means to be on the other side of privilege. And and I, I firmly stand by that. I'm waiting on somebody to change my mind. It is the only thing, in my opinion, that that really will show them this is what it means to to be a black person. And that's like I said, just a glimpse into it, because that's one word. Black people have to do that with their whole speech, phrases, everything. Everything, the way they talk, the way they dress, they might have to change that. Hell, y'all don't even fucking like our hair. The hair that grow out of our head is an issue. We had to get laws passed for us to wear our natural hair. Are you fucking kidding me? The hair that grow out of my head? Are you kidding me? I have, there has to be a law passed to protect that right of me to wear my natural hair? You got me absolutely fucked up. They telling kids they can't wear their dreadlocks? Are you kidding me? How, why? For what reason? Because they think it looks um, thuggish. And they're saying that it makes you look like a gangster. As if they know any fucking thing about being a gangster. No, you're just prejudging us to be gangsters. The boy is graduating. I'm graduating. Gangsters don't fucking graduate. They gangbang. They be out in the streets. You know what I'm saying? But you want me to look a certain way to please you at my graduation. How the fuck does that make sense? I, I don't understand. How does my hair... What what does my hair tell you about me as, as long as it's well done and it has been uh, managed by a professional? Now, if your shit all wild and over the place, then I'll, I will gladly tell you, you need to do something with your hair to make it look presentable, look like you put some products in it. If you just wake up and you get up and go, okay, w- clearly, yeah, that's an issue. I need you to be a little more refined, but... I would never tell somebody they can't wear their natural hair. You got employers telling people that braids are not allowed because they're not professional. Bitch, I fucking paid a professional to do it. Are you a professional hairstylist? No, you're not. They are. I paid them money to do it. It is professional. It's as professional as I'm going to get. And if you keep talking to me about this dumb ass shit, my professionalism is going to greatly decrease with every word. They feel comfortable enough to just tell you that. Oh, that, no, no, this, that, this, that. How many years did black women get perms, perm their hair to look more like white women, to have that straight, sleek look? Come oh, on, man. Like, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. Like, we do so much, and we go through so many things just to get by. So I'm not gonna have nobody telling me, oh, it's okay now, everybody should be able to, da, 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 no, fuck all that. You are responsible for your language you're responsible for your word choice another example I gave her is you know I told her like for example me and my cousin we do have a lot of insiders and we play a lot and she knows that I love to cook just like she loves to cook so I was like an example if you came over to my apartment and you like oh it's a fucking fire it's a fire in here you know that's something between us that we might know and by the way that's not that's not something we do it's just an example because that's lame as fuck but anyway if that's what we did and you're like oh it's a fire in here or it's on fire da 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 da, that might be okay in our private setting but you cannot go out in public and yell it's a fire it's a fire because that is a hazard to everybody and you could cause a panic so that was another example that i used to i guess sort of tear down her position um I just think there are so many instances and so many ways that you can show that it's just oh, I don't know. It kills me and I don't want to start rambling, but I'm waiting and I still am waiting for somebody to tell me or show me why why it's so important to them. What about it is is so enticing? And I think the main reason is because they don't like that feeling of not having the privilege because it's foreign to them. It's like It's a it's a unique concept. It's one that they've never had to deal with They don't know how to operate in it. They don't know how to maneuver through it and And so you have people like the dumbass that I had to talk about on Facebook today out here talking about white people created the word in the first place. White people did this. Uh, Black people stay borrowing stuff and never giving it back. Bitch, you didn't make nothing. Just like y'all discovered America, right? Just like y'all borrowed us from our land to help build y'all fucking nation because y'all was too lazy to do shit on y'all own. This our shit. We built all of this shit. All of it, and then y'all fought against. Oh, I'm, this makes me so mad. Y'all fought against freeing the slaves because slavery was the highest um, economy in America, um, and cotton was the second, right behind it. So slavery, and then of course cotton, because slaves were picking the cotton. So. I, I just don't. Oh, it kills me. I just don't understand. I never will understand. And at this point, I'm tired of talking about this dumbass topic. Don't say it. You can't say it. It's not for you. Get the fuck over it and move on. Because I I like I said, I have friends that have said it and I don't take issue because I know them. But my friends also know that they can't say that shit in public. They are, they already know. They just understand it. I was um listening to the Breakfast Club. This had to be maybe last week. And I don't even know the guy's name, but he was doing a rap battle and he was talking about why he couldn't say the word nigga. Da, 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 da. He, he said it and somebody punched him in his fucking mouth as soon as it happened. And I'm like, that's what you get. You can't go to a room full of black people that you don't know and think you about to preach to them and nigga this nigga that. Da, da. No, no, because that just evokes feelings of slavery. And I start seeing you on a horse with a, a whip in your hand and I'm ready to slide your ass. I'm sorry. It, it is what it is. It, it is. It just, there's no getting around it. No getting around it. So suck that shit up and move on. You are responsible for your language. You are responsible for the way that you communicate. And you are responsible for how that is perceived when you are using emotionally charged words. Fuck out of here with anything else you're trying to say. I ain't trying to hear none of that dumb ass shit. Bitches, I really appreciate everybody for tuning in and listening to me, keeping up with me. I need one more thing from you guys, though. Whatever platform it is that you're listening on right now, I need you to go ahead and hit me with a like, a rating, a comment. And don't forget to subscribe so that way you're always up to date on when I release that next episode of Bitching with Brian. All right. So I want to bitch about, in conclusion, if you will, um, exes and your relationships Um, Because I feel that it ties nicely into what I was just talking about, because ultimately they both boil down to effective communication. And I had a conversation with someone and they basically stated that they are unable to deal with their ex in any capacity, not because of any problems of their own, but because their current relationship and their current partner um, ain't having it. And I thought that was so odd. It was a very... I, I don't know, foreign thing to me because I'm cool with all my exes. And in fact, uh, we will FaceTime, like we text, we talk, like there's no issue because ultimately we were friends before we ever decided to take any steps further than that. And I don't know, like if anything end, it's going to end on good terms. Like there's not going to be no, no malicious intent or no, no bad feelings, um, I would say the only time that there is going to be something like that is if I'm not feeling it and I'm like, fuck you. And, you know, but for the most part, like I don't have those issues and I wouldn't have an issue if I'm dealing with somebody and they and they talk to their ex like um, it, it would depend, I guess, on the the nature of their conversations you know if I felt like you were hiding it that's one thing that I don't hide like oh yeah this person is my ex and you know I talk to her this much or I talk to him that much whoever it may be and it's like I think if you're being open about it and you're just showing like this is just a friend like there's nothing going on like I think people are more likely to receive that but it's when you are all right I gotta get off the phone because my girlfriend coming like I think that's when the the disconnect comes in and I don't know I just like I said I think it's just a foreign concept to me to not like I'm not gonna completely cut someone off just because you are insecure like and if if you are insecure and you have that issue then you probably not for me anyway because I know y'all see me. I'm fine as fuck. People going to come. They going to be looking. They going to be trying to talk like it is what the fuck it is. Like either you have to be confident enough to know that I'm here for you. or you got to move around. I'm not about to babysit your emotions. I'm sorry. I'm just not. I'm too upfront and too blunt for all of that. So to to know that there are people who are struggling with keeping relationships with people, simply because their spouse is insecure. Like that's crazy to me. That is absolutely crazy to me. And then I guess on my end, like, you can talk to whoever the fuck you want to. Like people can be hitting on you right in front of me. I don't care. Because as I should be confident enough to know that you gonna curve their ass at the end of the day you leaving with me. They ain't getting no number. They ain't getting no hug. You know, they might get a little bit of your time right there when they talking but talking to you but after that like I know what's up so I don't feel threatened you know so you go out you have your fun if there is an ex that you talk to or y'all are still friends as long as you upfront with me uh, in the beginning of our relationship or the beginnings of us talking like that or even I guess before we even talked if I know that you are you talk to your ex because y'all are cool um, then that is what it is like it's not for me to change you or to set up these types of boundaries with your um, friendships. Like, I just don't, I don't know. I feel like that's really controlling. So the advice that I gave and that I will continue to give is if you know, especially if you know that you are being a faithful person and you're being truthful, then you just need to be upfront and honest. Like you being insecure about this is bothersome to me. And it makes me not want to deal with you because if I have to keep giving you this emotional support about a friend like it's emotionally draining for me and i don't want to fuck with you at least that's how i feel like i hate you, you clingy motherfuckers like move around you need to be comfortable enough to know that you got me you need to have enough self-esteem to know that you got me you need to have enough <laughs> swag about you to, to be damn sure like this nigga will never try it with me i ain't even worried you know but sadly, a lot of people just are not able to effectively communicate. And, and that's what this whole thing boils down to is effective communication. If, if you can't speak up and get your point across or things are not working in the way that you would like, then maybe it's time for you to let this person go. Maybe it's time for them to see what it means to be your friend again so that they can understand this is just who you are as a person. Like, I don't know. It's so foreign. It's such a foreign concept to me. Like, I'm not interested in removing anybody from my life to satisfy you and your needs. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. It would be different, I guess, if, you know, you're married to somebody and they really, really feel strongly. Obviously, this would have been something that they have consistently said to you up until y'all got to that point. But to just be like out the blue, like, oh, I don't want you talking to them or what y'all that, Mm -mm -mm. it ain't going down. Not with Mr. Banks, not I. I will, your ass will become a sideline quickly, quickly. I'm good for cutting people off. I mean, I'm an extra, I'm well seasoned, okay? I will cut your ass off in a heartbeat and won't think twice about it and ensure that you know that I did. (laughs) That's the type of nigga I am. (laughs) All right, y'all, I ain't gonna um, keep y'all too long. I did say I was gonna do a short um, little segment this week. But, you know, I hope the takeaways that y'all get from this is that, you know, saying nigga is a black privilege. That's black privilege. Nobody else can really, y'all don't got that. It's at each person's, I guess, discretion. And just because you have one black friend that allows you to say it, that black friend do not speak for the whole black community, you know? So don't get fucked up because you're trying to be all inclusive. Um, And then of course, like I said, that effective communication, uh, communicate effectively, be straightforward with what you feel and how you feel, and don't let nobody take that feeling away from you, same thing if you feel strongly on the on the um other end of the spectrum, if you feel strongly that something is going on with your partner and their ex, then you need to speak up on that. It makes me uncomfortable because I feel like y'all are doing something because of this, this, that, not just talking, there has to be more. you have to come with facts. don't come at me with no bullshit i don't know, I just feel like something's going on because. Y'all talk to each other once a month. If you don't get the fuck up out of my face with your insecure ass, like, I ain't I ain't trying to hear it. All right? Y'all got it? Y'all sure y'all got it? Cool beans. Cool beans. That's all I'm trying to do with, is help y'all out. It's Help y'all out. I'm really just trying to get y'all on, on the right level to the next level in life. We growing up. We fucking approaching 30. We got high school reunions coming. Like, y'all should have been learning this shit. I'm here to teach y'all. I appreciate everybody tuning in and listening to me. Make sure y'all fucking like my shit and subscribe and repost. You know, it take a lot of work to get this shit done in a timely fashion and to get it out to y'all. And you bitches act like y'all can't even share. Just a bunch of dumb assholes. I'm going to start calling y'all out by name. Y'all know I will. Don't fuck with me. (laughs) Show your niggas some love. And uh, make sure y'all get the word out to your friends if y'all need or would like, I should say, to be a guest on the podcast, that is always an option. If y'all have any content that y'all want me to cover, just hit me up. I'll definitely make it happen. I appreciate all the love y'all.